Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. And you will notice straight away the music bed is a little bit different because this Opinions Matter is a little bit different. Jeremy, explain to us what we were going to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Okay, so we were contacted last uh, Friday, I believe, um, by a woman who um, is a regular listener to uh, our podcast. And she contacted us because she didn't know who else to contact. And her issue is, she'll explain it in her in her long message. And I want you to listen very closely and carefully to what she says in her message. Um she reached out to us because she doesn't know where else to turn because her son, who's a teenager, um, last week, I think it was, decided to use a Ouija board with his mates. Now, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be the first to do this. We did it in school as well. I remember at the back of the bike shed, uh, one of the young fellas brought a Ouija board in and was using it at the back of the bike shed. And I, I pulled out. I decided not to do it at the last minute. Um, but I know one of them had a very bad experience after it. But anyway, this lady, uh, her name is Carrie. She doesn't want to give her surname and it'll make sense when you hear her message. Her name is Carrie and she contacted us looking for your help because she doesn't know where else to turn to. I mean, she, right. she can't go down to her local parish and go knock on the on the priest door and go... Although that is one of the suggestions that people well, are we'll making see, here. We'll but see, anyway, yeah. let's, let's have a listen to Carrie's message. This was sent in to us uh, over the weekend. For obvious reasons, uh, she didn't want to uh, talk live with us, but uh, she did but agree she, she to... she may, sorry, by the way, she, oh, she may, may. She okay. may talk live. But she did agree to send us this uh, voice message, which we're going to play for you now. Have a listen to this. I would just like to have something, I suppose just a bit of a warning and a bit of awareness put out to parents that may have teens in their home. I do have a 15-year-old myself. Um, he had a sleepover two weeks ago with his friends. It was a Friday night, didn't think anything of it in my own home. Um, and my warning is just about Ouija boards because I found out they actually, him and his two pals from school, did one in my home. Now, his personality, it's changed. He's having really bad nightmares, like he's waking up three, four in the morning, he has himself totally freaked out. He's just a totally kind of different person, like he's normally happy-go-lucky, and now he has himself riddled with anxiety. You know, he, he didn't tell me initially, but I, I obviously noticed a change in him, um, and he finally admitted to me today that he used one. I went absolutely ape, you know, when I heard my own son doing in my own home. Um, I'm just absolutely fuming. Um, now, they have, he had a video on his phone, so he turned it over and showed it to me. Um, you know, it was three lads. There was a lot of mess and asking silly questions, but, you know, they never... They never close the board, and, you know, that's supposed to be... You know, invites. I don't want anything in my home. And seeing my son's change of behaviour, you know, I'm I'm going to get the house blessed. 
you know, I, I did send it on to the other parents as well, the two other mums, and, you know, one of them, she just scoffed at me and made out that I was overreacting um, and that I'm the cause of my son's change in behaviour, but, you know, if I can help or just put out a word of advice, maybe parents with teenagers, just have a word and, and just make sure that your, your teens aren't experimenting with Ouija boards because I'm absolutely freaked out now that him messing around with his friends on a Ouija board has invited something demonic into my home. Right, well, there you go. There is uh, her message. And I have to say, it is uh, quite scary to hear uh, a mother talk like that because she sounds quite scared. Yeah, and you you would be. Mm. Um, and again, from speaking to her off air, she said, first of all, she was very, very angry when she found out that he did it. Um, but very quickly, that anger turned to fear because... She said it there herself. She believes that there is a demon spirit in the house. Now. Okay, let's let's deal with some of the skeptics that are messaging us. And one of the very first messages we got uh, earlier on was from uh, Dave, and he was more or less saying, "It's 2022, lads. Do people still believe in this horseshit?" Well, the, people still believe in God, Dave. My question to you will be: If you believe in less people believe in God, yeah, but then still, would have been the case. Still, a lot of people that believe in God. Um, well, there are certain things that I've witnessed and that Adrian has witnessed over our years with regards to paranormal that we have no explanation for. Mm. Uh, in fact, one of those is myself and Adrian did a Ouija board several times uh, during our haunted shows uh, down the years. We've done Ouija boards and we have seen tables levitate on their own. And I'm not making this up. I have no reason to make this no, up. No, no. And, and I saw it myself. I was there. When and the table, I saw the table levitated. Uh, yeah. uh, off the ground and I saw the planchette thing on the which is the wooden piece on the Ouija board move around all by itself. Remember, remember both of us had the tip of our finger on it. Yeah, we and it we just, asked it a question and the, and the planchette just literally flew across the board. So and I've seen all that. Yeah. yeah. I've witnessed it firsthand, And I'll still tell you I'm a bit of a skeptic. And uh, that scepticism is, I can't explain what's going on, uh, but do I believe that it's somebody from uh, the other world? I'm a bit on, on, the, on the fence on that. Okay, but she's looking for your help, and we want to hear your stories as well, if you have used one in the past. Um, are they a bit of fun? I mean, you, can, you used to be able to buy them in, in toy shops, by the way. Yeah, no, you, but you, you can't still buy them. We're going to be talking to a guy in, uh, in a couple of minutes who just ordered one online. Yeah, and you, you can buy them. I think the trick here is, and the time we used them, we made sure that we were grounded. Uh, and then we're going to be talking to a psychic in a few minutes who will explain this. And we made sure that after we used the Ouija board, that the door was closed to the spirit world afterwards. Um, so that is the important thing, is that you close the door um, afterwards. Because if you don't... Now, I'm not suggesting this is, this is what's after happening to this teenager. But she said it herself. Uh, straight after doing the Ouija board, he's gone. He's, gone, he's, he's a different person. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our WhatsApp number. Send us a WhatsApp, please, uh, about your experiences if you've ever dabbled with a Ouija board. As you could hear from that message that we played to you, this mother is very concerned. Her young fellow's behaviour has completely changed in a, in a matter of days since he and his mates uh, did a Ouija board uh, last week. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our number. Send us a WhatsApp. Uh, uh, voice note with your experience of uh, Ouija boards. So let me go straight to line one, and that is Jess. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jess? 
Yeah, not bad. Thank you. How are you guys? Uh, good, thank you, Jess. So, Jess, you've uh, you've heard the message from that mother. She's very concerned that her son's whole behaviour has changed dramatically since he uh, dabbled with a Ouija board with his uh, friends. What did you want to say on this? Uh, well, that's completely normal for behaviours to change. I've I've had that myself after using one. Uh, my behaviour has completely changed after using one. Um, as long as he said, um, so I was hearing that you, um, one of you saying that, um, you need to close it off after that's what you need to do. Um, as long as he closed it off, there's, there should be nothing. Okay. But, uh, but what we're, him. what we're told is that, and I, I don't even really understand what this really means, but, uh, we're told from the mother's message that he didn't close it off, uh, that they, there was a group of them, himself and his mates had a sleepover, right. uh, and they didn't close it off. That's her, like, um, then in a way she's kind of right to be fearful because, um, that's a, that, that is a way for spirits to then get attached. Get attached um, to, so, to people, get attached to surroundings, get attached to what? Um, to anything um i've had spirits attached to me personally um from using a ouija board not the right way the first time um i contacted a um a medium to see if whether they were good or they were bad and um they were good spirits but i didn't want them attached to me so naturally and, I and sorry when you um when you say attached to you describe what that's about um well, you can sort of, so from my own experience, um, I saw them. Um, so they just linger around me and you can sort of feel them around you. Um, and it, it It's really freaky to start with. I will admit that it's really freaky. I can only imagine. So you can feel <laughs> these spirits around you when you don't close yeah. a Ouija board properly. Uh, you have this constant feeling. Yeah. That, so that this is exactly this is exactly the feeling that this young man is having right now. Yeah, so personally um if you feel if if you're not sure what sort of spirit it is, I'd probably contact a medium um to sort of see what kind of spirits they are and if a medium tells you that they are bad definitely call the church call the church um, yeah like an exorcist because if they're say bad or demonic then you need to be exorcised. and have, have you ever had um attachment from the spirit world from a spirit that was demonic um yeah <laughs> and what what did that uh, what, what did that consist of? What happened there? So this is a, this is what happened one night like after I used the Ouija board and the spirit was bad. So it was doing the rainbow effect which is like you know the way the Ouija board letters are in like a rainbow shape. Yes. Um so it does that back and forth back and forth back and forth. And that's one way to know that, like, there is something demonic around you. And that happened to me. And, well, I forgot to say goodbye. And because I freaked out and I just ran. I was like, this is not. And then that same night, I could see, like, a black mass at the end of my bed. And then I felt something grab my ankle. And that was it for me. 
Oh my god. Now that sounds horrific. So, if this young man that this mother sent us the message about is going through anything like you've just described, it's no wonder his whole personality has changed in the last yeah. few days. Yeah. Um, I'd most likely contact someone that can sort of... And can you actually, can you ring a priest and say, Father, will you come down and bless this house? Yeah, of course you can. When you, when you, when you move into a new house, yeah. it used to be the thing back in the day that if you bought a new house, you'd bring the parish priest over to... Um, to bless the house. To bless yeah. the house. Yeah, of course you can. Um, no, they're not going to perform exorcisms or anything like that, but I don't think we're at that no, stage yet. Um, it can be blessed. But would you, would you agree or would you believe um, in the concept that most people believe in spirits, okay? So the people who are sceptical yeah. about this, I'm sure if you ask them, is the spirit of your dead mother or your dead brother or sister still with you, they would say yes, okay? So you'd, mm. everybody does believe in spirits, okay? Um, so if you believe in spirits, you have to believe in the fact that there's malevolent spirits as well um, because yeah. there's good and bad spirits. And in your case, um, Jess, you, um, well, you brought malevolent spirits out from the, the other world. Yeah. And yeah, are, are, are they, not, are they not still, on purpose. No, are they still with you now? Because this is very like the story, what the paranormal, it's, it's par, identical. paranormal activity yeah. as well, that movie where your woman uh, um, brings the malevolent spirits. Are they with you now? Are they with you like all uh, the time? No, I, I got uh, I got blessed by the church when I used, when I was living in England. And being uh, blessed by the church, what did that consist of? What happened? It, it's hard to explain you sort of have to go through it to know what it it's like. You just feel like, but at the end of it, you sort of feel the weight off you. Right. You 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 massively feel a weight off you, and then, like re like I got in recently. Um, so I've recently moved to Ireland, but um, my boyfriend came over um, to England, and he also experienced some stuff um, with spirits since being with me. Um, and it's kind of scared him, I think. Uh, he sort of experienced... Um, he said he saw a woman in the corner of where we were staying. And uh, that scared him. I don't blame he, him. He, <laughs> can, can I just say, Jess, just, just talking to you and just listening to your experiences is scaring the living daylights out of me. <laughs> So, let alone your boyfriend. Um, Do me a favour, Jess. Stay there for one second because I want to bring in uh, Eric. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Eric? Hi, Lord. How are things? Uh, good, thanks, Eric. Now, um, tell me your story. You have ordered um, a Ouija board. Is that right? Yeah, well, one of the lads ordered, I just gave him money for it. But uh, basically, it arrived next Friday because apparently he didn't have any crime. Um but I tried to do an Ouija board at home as well, uh, a homemade one, but that didn't really go with uh, me. When I was in Yall and Cork, I lived in an apartment. It was about 100 years old, like the building itself. And when I woke up during the night, there was this like shadow standing there. But it wasn't, it didn't feel negative or positive even. It was just there. But, and when I turned around, I turned on the, the bedside lamp. That's how I know it wasn't dreaming. Because when you're dreaming, you can't turn on the light. And the light went on, I turned around and it was gone. Now, I assumed it was a dream uh, for years. When I was talking to the landlord's daughter, she lived across the hall from me and she experienced the same thing when she was living in the same, like, uh, with the apartment across the hall. So, uh, yeah, so for years I thought it was a, a, an actual illusion or a dream or something that she told me she's seen the same thing. So with that in mind then, why are you preparing to dabble in that world again by 
ordering a Ouija board? Because I'm an absolute weirdo. I'm fascinated with life after death. The way I see it, if you see a ghost, or it doesn't matter if it's an evil spirit or a good spirit, as long as you see something, then that means there's something after death. It's not just blank and nothing, you're gone, you know? Okay, so you, so you believe that there is something after death, and having yeah. experiences like this... Uh, just convinces you. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, uh, right, a lot of people fear death. Uh, if you don't fear death, then you, at least you'll fear how it happens or when it's going to happen. So if you know that something is after, if something's going to happen after you die, then, you know, there's nothing to fear. Just get on with it. Get on with your life, basically, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, you, you say you've ordered a Ouija board. You'll have it next week. Uh, is a, are a group of you going to sit down and, and experiment with it? Uh, no, I'm just going to start off with me. Right. Huh? I think you're. I think you're crazy. By the way, uh, I have to say to you, I think you are mad dabbling in that, especially without psychic intervention. In fact, we've two of um, Ireland's best known psychics that we've done work with on the line, listening to your story now at the moment. And I'm sure they would tell you the same thing, that without psychic help or without having somebody who knows what they're doing beside you, you are. Playing with fire. You're playing with fire. You really are. Yeah, I know. It's even even listening to this story is actually starting to hold me off even happening in the gap. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, and I hope it, it it does because if you you heard that uh, message from that mother about her son and she is absolutely terrified uh, for what has happened. She's angry with him, uh, but uh, she's also. Um, Terrified. Do me a favour, stay there for one second. I'll come back to you in a moment. I want to have a listen to uh, this WhatsApp voice note that just came in to us at 085-825-2626. This is Sandra. I had experience with it as well. To make a long story short, a friend of mine that I was collecting for work on one morning, she told me that um, her son was in her um, in, in his granny's house. So... She, she told me to go and collect her in the car for work, so I did. And I looked in the window, and here was this little boy in a red pyjamas, a blonde hair, waving out at me. But the funny thing was that there was a glow around him, and he I thought he was standing on the windowsill. And I said it to her, I said, I thought your young lad was staying in his granny's. Um, she went, yeah, why? I said, I saw him waving out the window. She said, no, Sandra, it wasn't him. So I went with her back to her house after work and went into the uh, her son's room. Now, I mean, it was absolutely freezing. So I flew home in the car and I got me extra salt. I said, it's uh, a special prayer. Used the candles and the holy water. Within a day after, it was gone and so was the coldness. Yeah, uh, there was two people that I had to do a blessing on. So it only happens for some people. But if you want to bring me on, I can give you more detail in it, no problem. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. We've an awful lot of calls that we need to get through on Opinions Matter today. We're talking about the message that we got from a mother whose uh, son and his mates dabbled with a Ouija board uh, recently Ever since then, her son's entire personality has changed. Uh, She has since found out that when they were doing the Ouija board, they didn't close it properly. And I want to find out exactly what that means and the dangers of this. I'm joined by um, two paranormal experts, Angie and uh, Keith Freeland, who uh, myself and Jeremy have met with and uh, worked with uh, for many years, and they join us on the line. Uh, Angie and Keith, good afternoon and welcome to Opinions Matter. Yeah, Hi, 
Adrian. Hi, guys. How are you? How are you? Great to talk to you. Um, the message that we got in from that mother who's very concerned that her son, his entire personality has changed as a result of not closing uh, a Ouija board. Angie, can you explain to me firstly what exactly a Ouija board is and what it does? Okay, so a Ouija board is that there's so much negative around a Ouija board. Um, let me just tell you, you know that the actual word Ouija, uh, O-U-J-A, comes from the French and the German words for yes. So it's we and yeah. Okay, that's yeah, that makes sense, yep. So that's where it first comes from. Now, there's a lot of negative that goes on around um, a Ouija board. And I think, you know, we have to be really careful uh, about using one. And now I know children don't understand that and they see things going on in these lovely programs on TV and things like that and think it's exciting. But it is something that you need to know what you are doing and what, what's happening. And you need to know the intention of the other people around that board. Okay, we just uh, heard a moment ago of a guy who ordered one uh, online, which is going to be delivered to him in the next couple of days, and he was explaining to us that he believes there is something on the other side and he essentially wants to make contact with them. There absolutely is something on the other side, <laughs> from my experiences. Um, but what I would say is, um, if he because I heard you know, that he's, um, he's going to be using it on his own to start with, well, one of the things that I would suggest is he does decide to change that and start working with other people. He needs to be 110 percent sure about their intentions if they're around that board because that okay what is the what is the risk of dabbling with a ouija board incorrectly as this group of young men uh, that we heard about from uh, the young fellow's mother as they did last weekend or the weekend before i i, I think I, I think the the risk is more to do with psychology than anything to do with the ouija board um so there are so many stories of kids uh, treating it like a game. In fact, it used to be marketed, marketed by Waddington's many, many years ago mm-hmm. as a guy. Um, there's so many stories that as soon as you actually get onto a Ouija board, then those stories are somehow in your head, um, and that can very seriously affect um, the outcome and, and the person. As the concerned mother uh, that you, you talk about um, has actually said, uh, a son's uh, personality has completely changed. Uh, there is a huge amount of psychology in it as well. Um, certainly with the Ouija board, you know, Angie never works. I mean, she would refer it to it as a spirit board, not a Ouija board. Um, she never works on a Ouija board in, in public. Um, she will only work with people she knows, she trusts, and as Angie said, know, know their intentions. Can I also say there, there is one thing here. When you open yourself up to work with the spirit world and the spirit world do come through, that can be very, very frightening because you could be starting to experience things that because you've opened yourself up to that. And unless you understand that, then that can create issues for you as mm. well. And yes, it can affect you on a psychological level because all of a sudden you're saying, you know, with the intention of sitting around a board, just saying, I want to communicate with you. And they may come forward and say, okay, here I am. And they may do it in ways where it's banging and knocking and stuff like that. And uh, some of the experiences that we have had with both of you, actually, uh, is stuff that would scare the living day. And some of the stuff I will never forget. um, Yeah, I remember, Tom, I can't remember what haunted location we were at with you guys. Um, But we... 
there was a table there. It was a Wicklow? It could have been Wicklow Jail that we were at with you guys, but there was a there was a, uh, a table there, and we were we were speaking to a spirit, and the table was literally lifting up on one leg. Now there was nobody underneath it. We all had our hands, just our fingertips, on the table. There's no way we could all levitate it, and it was literally hopping mm. on one leg. Now I remember that myself, and and that scared the living daylights out of me. But I, I, it, it, Angie and Keith, I just want to bring Eric back in for one second. Um, Eric, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to change your mind uh, about dabbling and. Really, what they're saying is, once you uh, dabble in that in the the afterlife, essentially, you can attract all sorts. Well, see, I've been doing uh, I've been doing like tour eye meditation and trying to open me tour eye for about I'd say four years now. Uh, unfortunately, I've had no luck with it. But I mean, I'm doing the wrong technique, so I don't mind on now. Well, I do a lot of meditation, like uh, regarding spirit guides and all that type of thing. So we just ask for a spirit guide to protect you and hope for the best. And, uh, okay. Angie, let me ask you. He says he's going to hope for the best. Is that the right approach to take here? Well, that, that's a bad approach. That's a bad word way of wording it. Sorry, go on, Angie. It sounds very much like Eric. You've been you've been sitting for for, for years now, and you have an idea of what you need to be doing, but you still need to be careful as in as much as you need to understand that when you start to open up to that you are going to get people that come through um and if they do i mean it may be that they'll come through in a way that you won't understand or you won't understand at that level so just be aware of that you know um and then you can work with that always at the end always always close the ball down with gratitude and thanks um you know so that you sit down with that um, yeah. But just be aware that you know, you know, it sounds like you've already been sitting for a while anyway because you've worked with your third eye, you've worked with your guides, you have an understanding. So you understand yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, that communication can be very positive, um, you know. So, but just remember that, you know, always give gratitude at the end um, to make sure. If you do decide to develop this on and you decide that what you want to do is actually work with other people, please be 110% sure you know the people's intentions around. Because that's and, and Angie, sorry, let me ask you, what do you mean by that, uh, the, the intentions of people around, in that some of them could have ill intent, some of them could want to attract evil spirits? Standing around that, somebody sitting around that board may have beliefs in um, demons, for instance. Yeah, like yeah, Ali. If Ali was there now, you'd be You know, um, they, so they may have a very different as- aspect. They also may have, be absolutely petrified, feel very negatively towards working with the board, but have gone on with it because they want to see what happens and they want to take it to that bit further. Um, and that can that can create some negative energy around it, yes. And I wouldn't work with anybody that's got that intention. Okay, so you need to be very, very uh, clear about what uh, their intentions are. Can I ask you another question then, Angie? What is your advice to uh, this mother who is yeah. concerned about her uh, son? What do they do in order to, uh, to help him to get his personality back? She's basically saying that uh, his whole head is screwed up since he uh, messed around with the Ouija board. One one thing just to mention is, uh, I understand the mother's concerned that that their son's activity may have attracted uh, demons into the house. Mm. But just just one one word about demons. I mean, we've, as you you well know, uh, Angie and I have worked in this area for 15 plus years, um, and we work with you quite extensively. It brings back to mind um, a live program we did with you at the Hellfire Club, 
I'll never uh, forget it. You'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any of this, Will. <laughs> I, re- I remember walking into your temporary studio on the top floor there. Um, but the, the, in all of our 15-plus years, we've never found any evidence of any demonic um, activity. And uh, I think on, the, on that night, a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of your crew were pretty freaked out by what was going on. Me included, we, by the way. We were able to bring it, kind of bring it, bring it back online. So um, yeah, we've never found any evidence of any de- demonic activity at all. Um, and I'd like to reassure that mother that there's, there's absolutely no chance that any demons are left in her property. But can I also take that onto another psychological level here? I think this, you know, this young, this young lad, bless him, needs to be able to open up and talk about exactly what happened. He's getting that support right now because something happened that night around them, and it could just be on a psychological level that's affected him so dramatically. Um, needs to get that support. And okay, and one of, one of our first callers suggested that what he really needs to do is to um, be blessed by a priest or something like that. Is is that something that you'd recommend? I wouldn't. I, I'm not necessarily a priest. I would say what what hap, what, what needs to be, um, happen is to validate for the child that this is this is what's you know this is how they're feeling as a result of what hap, what you know they experienced that night through being around a Ouija board. Let that child really open up and talk about this. Whoever's got the ball, tell them to get rid of it, throw it. What you can do um, is you can also, you know, yes, bless the house, and that's lovely. But what you can also do is you can, if you feel the need to cleanse the house, to clear the negative energy that maybe has come in as a result of that, or when I say that through the energy that the poor lad is feeling, is you stage to to cleanse the whole house. And then, you know, so burn that for a week. Uh, while you're indoors, obviously, have that going to, to, to cleanse the house. And then for the following week, you know, burn incense of um, sandalwood so that you also have that protection that's going around it, you know. But the biggest thing for right now is the impact that it's had on the child and that child needs to be able, to, you know, to talk about that. Okay, can, um, I, can I ask you one final question then? And it's something, and uh, Keith, let me ask you this. Um, this is something that teenagers mess around with from time to time. Yeah. What is your advice to parents... Stop. Uh, who uh, maybe think their their young people are doing it for a laugh or whatever, uh, or they find out that they're uh, they're going to dabble with a Ouija board. What is your advice, Keith, to uh, those parents and those teenagers who may as well who may well be listening to us? I'd well, I'd, I'd, not to, yeah, not I'd, to do it. I would definitely say this is not a game. Um, if they want to become involved in it. Um, Talk to someone who's experienced in this area, someone like Angie, or you know, a psychic medium who's worked in this area extensively, um, and get the safety around you of, of someone who knows what they're doing. And what I always used to say when we were doing paranormal investigations over in Ireland is what you know, people used to come and join us. And I always used to say, This is like putting yourself in a candy store, you are asking for candy, and they may well give it to you, but not the way you want it wrapped. Yeah. And you've got to remember that, you know, when doing it. So I would beg any teenager, if you want to do something like this, go to your parents, talk to your parents, and see if they can advise somewhere where they can go to get that advice and work very, very safely. All right, very sound advice. Um, yeah, the thing is, guys, um, no teenager is going to... I know when I was a teenager, um, there was no way I was going to go to my parents and say, by the way... I want to do a Ouija board. Yeah, the, the lads brought a Ouija board into the class. And I remember they, they, they brought a Ouija board and they used a glass uh, to move across it as the planchette. 
but no teenager is going to tell their kids. I mean, you've done, you both guys have done Ouija boards before. We, I don't, I can't remember. Did we do a Ouija board with these guys? I think we, yeah, did, we did, probably. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, yeah. Was there ever a time where you felt scared or felt that we were opening up something that we shouldn't be opening up? No, no, no. Okay, and, and that, that's because we. We're, we've been involved in it from... You know what yeah, it, was, it was It was done in a controlled environment, yeah, and that's yeah. the point. Uh, finally, Angie and Keith uh, Freeland, if anybody wants to find out about uh, the work uh, that you guys do, where would they uh, go to? Well, they can go to my Angie, Media, Angie Freeland Psychic Medium page. They can go to my uh, um, email address, can email us on angie.freeland at uahoo.com. Oh, we, we can go... You can go on Facebook to, to Paranormal Troubleshooters um, International... Um, and you can speak to us directly. Fantastic. All right, we really appreciate your time uh, on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Angie and uh, Keith Freeland, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. You're very welcome back to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. It's interesting. Normally, um, people only have discussions like this around Halloween time, which never made sense to me because spirits don't just come out at Halloween. Um, no, of course not, no. And the reason we're talking about it in the middle of summer, which you might find strange, is because that woman um, that contacted us, her son, um, he screwed up, basically, after using a Ouija board, and she's looking for help and advice. Megan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Megan? I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks, Megan. Well, Megan, what did you want to say on this? I just think it's, 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 all, it's so strange to me. Um, you know, I don't personally, I don't. I believe in it and I don't. Um, a couple of years ago, my, my grandmother, before she passed, she had the same spirits, you know, she was claiming she had spirits in her pub upstairs and she was saying she's seeing a little boy and all this and no, she never did an Ouija board or anything, but she called in paranormal researchers and you know, they had it broadcasted on the in on, on the tellies in the pub downstairs, and ever since then, I kind of do believe in it. That's the only and reason. What, I what, what, what I do you kind of believe in? What did you see or experience then that makes you kind of believe? Well, I wasn't personally there. I was only you now. I was very young, but my mother told me the story. So you know, I've seen and I've seen videos. There's actually videos online. It was in the Gamerman pub in Stony Batter a couple of years ago. Oh, and, I remember um, this. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, that was my grandmother before she passed. Oh, um, right. And, uh, uh, that was her pub? Yeah, that was her pub. Her partner owns it now. Um, oh, right. Because believe, it, she, believe it or not, that's actually the, the, the reason that pub holds a special place in my heart is that's actually where we found our dog, believe it or not. That's the pub that we found. No way. Yeah, we found our dog Sparky there um, all back uh, in 2011. So... So, yeah. yeah, but what you heard about that experience, has you convinced there's something there? Well, for one, my grandmother was never the type of person to tell a lie to your face. Now, mm. No matter how old she was, no matter how old you were, she'd always be honest, up, front and straight. So when I knew that this was going on and I witnessed the videos myself and I heard stories of my cousins downstairs seeing it on the telly as well, being broadcasted, and they were running out like crying, like grown men. That's when I knew where it was. That's why I kind of believed in something then. But 
at the same time with the Ouija board, you know, like everyone knows whether you believe in it or not, everyone knows the consequences from watching scary films and stupid things like although, that. Uh, although the so amount you know of people, yeah, the amount of people messaging us to say things like, oh, give me one of those boards, I'll try one of them any day, I'm not afraid of any of that shit, it's all a load of rubbish. Um, yeah. What do you say to people like that? Open your mind a bit? And I, I wouldn't do it at all myself, regardless if I believed in it or not, I wouldn't do it because but if you didn't I'm, believe in it, then you wouldn't be afraid of it. Well, I'm anxiety riddled, so I'm afraid of the dark. 22 years of age, and I'm still afraid of the dark. So I still have that anxiety if I didn't believe, knowing that if someone did that around me, I'd be like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Could mm. this happen? Could that happen? And I feel like that's part of the reason that that young boy could be acting so weird as well, because his anxiety more than anything. It could be his, like, you know, psychologically could be thinking, oh God, what if this happens? What if that happens? What, what have I done? Things like that. But I don't really believe that you know, like like exorcists and demons and but things do, like do that. Do you believe, believe that, a, that an evil spirit can attach themselves to you? I believe that there's spirits now, whether they're evil or not, I think it depends on how you, you know, go about it. Mm. Like the Ouija boards, I just think they're ridiculous. I think that, you know, they they don't work, they're stupid, whatever. But if you do, if you do go and you want to do one and you're with your friends and you do one, like you still know the consequences of what could happen, you know, like whether it's a spirit attaching itself to you, whether it's you being riddled in anxiety or thinking that things are attached to you, I just think it's all... It's, it's very strange. It right, very stay, strange. Stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Megan. Uh, Jess has been commenting on our Facebook page. She's been messaging us. Uh, she thinks this is all a load of rubbish. People saying like, oh, use a Ouija board as a demon in my house, blah, blah, blah. Cleanse the house using sage or whatever. Yeah, because lighting a few Yankee candles goes all that. And they're probably the same people who, like... I don't know, believe in like crystals, manifestation and all. It's all a load of fucking shite. <laughs> it's all a load of shite. You, I, don't, your, I don't know, uh, Jess. Belief, in her yeah, I don't know, Jess, if you had been with uh, Jeremy and I, for example, when we did our radio show in uh, the Hellfire Club. Yes. When the rotting corpse head of a sheep fell down the chimney right beside me. I think you might change your opinion a little bit, Jess. I'm still a little bit sceptical, but I can tell you that night in the Hellfire Club was the scariest night I ever had in my life. It scared the living shit out of me. Also, the night I spent in um, the loft bedroom of a haunted castle. What was it? Lep Castle? Lep, Lep Castle, castle. Yep, yep. I spent a night alone in... Uh, by the way, anybody can book into this. And I'd advise you, uh, Jess, or I'd challenge you to book into the loft bedroom of the most haunted castle in Ireland for a night like I did and see marbles and tennis balls rolling, literally rolling, along the floor. I was woken up at four o'clock in the morning. I, rem- I remember vividly mm. because I recorded it and we played it. I remember, wo- I remember waking up to the sound of marbles and tennis balls that I'd left on the floor to see what would happen. And they were rolling. rolling all over the place. They were yeah. rolling around in a circle yeah, yeah. on the floor. Uh, how do you? And you can say, "Oh, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks!" This bollocks that. But you have no explanation as to how that happens. And like, in fact, uh, that podcast is uh, available on our Opinions Matter podcasts. All you have to do is go down along our thread of podcasts. It was around October of uh, last year that we uploaded that podcast. It is still available wherever you get your podcast. Now, Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Dara. Hiya, how are you getting on? Now, Dara, you had a uh, bad experience with a Ouija board. Tell me about it. 
Yeah, so again, like yourself, I was skeptical, you know. Um, I do believe something's out there now after that. You know, I think it's very ignorant for us to say that, you know, it's just us and there's, there's nothing else. There's no energy that kind of passes beyond death. But anyway, yeah, so we all did one. There's about five of us when I was 18. Um, I had just moved out of home in a new apartment and, yeah, we got notions after a few drinks to make a Ouija board. Um, now, we had, we're using a shot glass as, I suppose, the kind of dial that goes to the alphabet, you know, and answers yes and no and whatnot. And the first thing that happened was, well, first of all, the lights went off, which we're like, oh, you know, someone's done that now, but we were all at the table. Um, but it, we asked, you know, was it the spirit, you know, was there someone there? And they said, yes, it jumped straight to yes. Um, and then AC told us that it was a boy. And we asked how old, and he said five. And then we said, you know, how did you die? And he said, murder. And we said, by who? And he said, his mother. Anyways, he ended up spelling out his name and the year he died. And we looked it up and it was actually a story about a boy with that same name that was, it said he'd fallen from a window in a house in Galway. Mm-hmm. And we just couldn't believe it because it was from like the, the 1980s or something. So, uh, so no, this uh, child allegedly yeah. spelled out his name and the year that he died. And then when you went researching it, you found out that a child with that name did actually die in that year uh, in Galway. Um, but it was claimed at the time that he fell out the window. Yeah. And he, he was telling you that he'd been thrown out the window, he was, was he? Oh my Basically, God. Basically, yeah, he said he was pushed by his brother. So then we were afraid to we're not glad. So ever seen this now, like, it's, you know, it's freaking us out. And so we all took our hands off the thing and we were like trying to close it. But it started going flying around the board by itself, which is totally unexplainable. And that's when we knew, like, none of us are doing it. Um, so we tried to actually just rip up the board. We, again, we were 18. We didn't close it properly and we just put it like on fire into the ashtray. And literally, the whole ashtray just exploded. It was a glass ashtray into like a million pieces. And, like, after that, I was, like, so on edge for, like, two weeks because, first of all, it was my apartment. Even at work, if I was going in to the stock room during the day, I was getting freaked out. So, like, it really, I was like, okay, I'm not going to mess with that kind of thing again. God, I don't blame you. You have me uh, terrified as well. So, this mother uh, who sent us the message in the first place, she's very concerned about her uh, young fella, about how his whole personality has uh, changed. Listening to your experience you can see how that would happen. Yeah, I can imagine like, if, yeah, because if, if, if you're really someone who wasn't open to that at all or, you know, very fearful and you have an experience where you see something you can't explain, yeah, I can imagine how it could throw some people over the edge. Um, I, I suppose... I and a, again, a, again, sorry to cut across you, uh, Dara. Yeah. You will never dabble with something like that again. No, not Ouija board anyway. I do anything positive, maybe spiritual, but not... Something like that. We were because really uh, listening to what you're saying, and this isn't going to make uh, the mother who contacted us in the first place feel any better, but listening to what yeah. you're saying, it's quite dangerous. I would, yeah, I just would never want it in my home again um, because I was, I didn't feel comfortable in that house afterwards and I don't want to make her feel worse. Like nothing happened even nights I was alone after, but I was like never again. I did do the whole clearing with Sage after, you know, I did a lot of, you know, trying to clear the energy and I, I do think it was fine after and clearing your own energy. Um, but I, yeah, I suppose I don't know what she can do besides, yeah, maybe what they said, clear the house with sage and just, 
hopefully, yeah, hopefully he can. I don't know mentally what kind of switched in him, you know, that he's probably quite fearful now, but I don't know how to get that him out is, of that. Yeah, it really you know? is. Uh, and it is just highlighting how uh, risky this is. And this mother's message to us in the first place highlights uh, how risky it, uh, it is. Dara, thanks very much indeed. I'm sorry, before, Dara, before you go, because you've done one as yeah. well, like we have, and only people who've ever done one, a proper Ouija board will, will understand this. And I'm sure yeah. you can relate to this. I remember Adrian feeding this as well. When the planchette, the little piece of wood that's on the Ouija board, uh, when it starts moving, okay, you can tell that the energy is not coming from someone pressing it with their finger. You can feel the rumbling of the the planchette, like it's coming from underneath the board. Yeah, that's literally like I'm getting goosebumps now reliving it because what happened for us is it started kind of bouncing. We used a little shock glass and it started bouncing up and down by itself first and then we were like, you know, when he started telling that story we were getting freaked out, we literally all took our fingers off and it went flying up and on the door board by itself you know there's no way that anyone could have made it do that right avoid at all costs says uh, Dara Angela you're on Opinions <laughs> Matter hi Angela hi guys how are you now you believe that this mother who contacted us in the first place should be worried why I just think she, she should and um, can I firstly say I'm disgusted with people out there who think that this is hilarious who are laughing at this. If you don't believe in it, that's fine. You have your opinion. But this mother is terrified. It's nothing to laugh at. You know, I do believe that there's good and I do believe that there's evil out there. And if you go messing with evil, I've I've never done it. I'm, I'd be terrified. I would never get another night's sleep. I wouldn't do it. I do believe there's good and I do believe there's evil. And if something has attached to him, I do believe she needs to get a priest around to him. And, as, and well. as a matter of interest, what does a priest do in this sort of situation? Does he come around to the house and um, exercise the demons, or what yeah, does he do? Ex- ex- yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. Like, I can, I'm, not, I'm not claiming to be any expert by any means, you know. But they come around, they bless the house, they'll bless him, they'll do some sort of exercise. Um, sort of an exorcism um, you know and like as they said to, to close it off um, like I, I just I'm, I'm sitting here and the hairs are standing on my arms because I have the biggest fear since I was younger of this the biggest fear okay so this is really um, really caught you really um, tr- really triggered has- you basically yeah because my mum would tell you God is not getting upset I used to sleep with a cross. That's how terrified I used to be of the devil. And I do believe that saying that the you know the greatest trick the devil ever did was convincing people he didn't exist. Wow. Okay. So so this is really even having this conversation has uh, scared you. Even um, listening to uh, the people just dissing this conversation, saying it's all a load of shit. That's upset you as well. how, how dare you laugh at someone who is like terrified for her son, for her family? It's not a it's not a laughing matter because when I said there, oh, you know, she should bring a, a priest around to the house. Somebody replied, oh, priest is the last thing they need around to the house. But like for fuck's sake, lad, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And there are people on here who have been telling you, this is not funny. This is not a joke. They've gone through this. You guys yourself, I know you're sceptical about it. I, 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 no, I am, I am 
to an extent. Uh, yeah. And what I mean by that is my logical brain tells me, no, this is all a load of rubbish. Yeah. Um, however, yeah. I have had experiences over the years that would tell me otherwise, that would say to me, especially with the, with the live shows that we've done, that would say to me, uh, hang on, there, there is something here. When uh, I was sitting with a small round table in front of us and the bloody thing lifted up off the ground. Now, I can't and still can't explain uh, how that uh, happened. Oh, well, here, stay there for a second, Angela, because, our, yeah. Angela, because we were talking about how, uh, you know, do you get a priest down? Uh, you can get somebody who does exorcisms down. Uh, and that is you, Katrina. Katrina, tell me your story, please. Well, I suppose, first of all, I just want to agree with that woman that said, you know, this should never be laughed upon because this is a serious matter that's affecting the human race. And it's getting worse as time goes on because of the amount of negativity and fear in the world at the moment. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that this is the work I've done all my life. And I mean, just for example, I'll tell you one story of a guy that came to me for healing after 30 years ago. He did a Ouija board. And when I did the healing work on him, I had to transmute. It's called transmutation. It's turning dark to light and it's removing the entity or energy from his body. That man had suffered with mental health psychosis for 30 years. And after he left the room, after having that healed, he had life changing effects and went on to go back to work and live his life still today. Now, it's not to say that life was perfect because he has to find his own path. But I've seen it with kids. I've seen it even with animals. When I walk down the street and when I look at human beings I see different energy beings with them. Everywhere I go I've done healings in houses for people that have felt they had ghosts in their houses or their house might be on a graveyard or they themselves, another issue is around people using psychedelics without knowing the effects of it. They bring in different energies and entities that exist through the human body. So you imagine a person is walking, a person is standing, they're a human body, but they're also an, an energy field, the aura. And different energies can attach to that aura dependent on the vulnerabilities in that person. So, for example, I don't, I didn't catch the whole story. I think the woman said that her son did it. Her son and I, a group of uh, teenage friends, yeah. Well, I mean, if they're bringing in entities that have, who's to say they're not bringing in people that might have more? someone that may be addicts, alcoholism, that may have been involved in wars thousands of years ago. And these beings are existing through these human bodies, which leaves that person to end up with mental health issues. Anxiety is a big one because these energies enter through a portal that we humans have at the back of the neck and they overpower them to the extent that the mood starts to go low. And that's exactly what is happening with this young man, by the way. They get agitated and I'd like you to pass on my information because my job here on this earth is to help people overcome those kind of things. Okay, uh, Katrina, I know the mother in this case is listening to this podcast. What could you do for her? Well, what I would do is I tell her obviously to bring the person to me or else if there's an issue with that child or that person that they don't want to leave the house, I could go to them. And obviously, if it's a child or whatever, it's there's no charge for that. Obviously, I would not charge to heal somebody when they're going through something like that. I will bring that person into my room or where they are and I will spend an hour with them. I will simply bring what's called light back to the body. So what that means is where there is anxiety, rest 
on the soul, it rests in the heart. So we need to re- remove that energy block that's causing that. And I can already pick up from that from that boy that it's resting around his heart with oh. anxiety. He's getting agitated. He's getting angry now. He's slamming doors. He's miserable. So I would bring what's called light. It comes from unconditional love. It comes from a dimension of time and space that knows no fear. So it's unconditional love, which overpowers all. Everything is vibration and energy. So if the energy is low, if it's moody, if it's anxiety, and I bring a higher frequency into that, then the low vibration can't exist. So the demon, the entity, the darkness, whatever it might be for that boy, it's all one at the end of the day, but it's obviously affecting this boy. Okay, how would anybody else who's listening to this podcast, how would they uh, get in touch with you and tell me exactly uh, what you do just very briefly well i would say i had do many modalities of healing exorcisms uh, life changing around suicide if someone is having suicidal thoughts i believe that suicidal thoughts are a collection of energy that's built up over time through fear through resentment and anger so i removed that as well so what you're doing adrian and jeremy is you're giving them back clarity because most people who are going through this their mind is warped with negative thoughts and are you contactable katrina through facebook I I'm on or? Facebook. I'm uh, Katrina Brown is my name. I'm on Facebook. I also have videos on YouTube. Very small few videos just for the locals that I do. But they're there and I have a few healing videos on Facebook as well, which are free. And if anyone wants to look them up, they can get free healing. They'll have life changing effects. They don't have to pay. The videos are there for free. Simple as that. And I mean, especially people, Adrian, that are suicidal or have mental health issues that mm. just all of a sudden came. I urge them to look at the videos. I'm not saying it's me, but what I'm saying is it's the energy that helps me to heal this. Okay, Katrina, I really appreciate you uh, talking to us. So you just search no for problem. Katrina Brown uh, on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Katrina, thanks very much indeed for talking to us. And if it's okay with you, uh, we're going to put that mother in touch with you if, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, brilliant. I really Excellent. am honoured. For that. I'd love to help her. All right, Katrina, thank you very much indeed for uh, your call. And I want to squeeze in one uh, final WhatsApp voice note. This is from Lindsay. Uh, this is from Lindsay. Hang on. Hey, Adrian and Jeremy. This is Lindsay of Supernatural Secrets Ireland. Um, we're a group of paranormal investigators. Um, the advice that I would have for that lady would be to contact a shamanic healer or a demonologist if she thinks that there's a spirit attachment to her body. Um, the likes of the Ouija board, to be honest with you, um, it's just like any other way of contacting, um, trying to contact the dead. Like, I wouldn't be more scared of the Ouija boards than I would um, any other contact device. And like, we've done Loftus Hall, we've done Left Castle. The team has been up the north and like, I'm not being funny, but nearly the more you do it, the less you believe. I know that sounds funny, but definitely if she's, if she's convinced that there's a spirit attachment, she would need a shamanic healer or a demonologist. Thank you. All right, Lindsay. Thank you very much indeed uh, for that message as well. My God, that was, yeah. that was some podcast. It, it's strange because at the very start we spoke about people who are sceptical ridiculing uh, those who believe in this sort of stuff. And I think it's wrong to ridicule people. Okay, you can, you can not believe in this. I'm uh, kind of on the, on the, the border here. Uh, but to ridicule people because they believe in this is, is just patently wrong, isn't it? Yeah, considering most of you, even the non-believers uh, who've been messaging the podcast Good Old 
saying, oh, it's a load of shite, it's a load of shite. You still wouldn't spend a night alone in a graveyard, no. would you? No, you wouldn't. No, no. I was in a graveyard with about 20 people one night yeah. doing a live show and it terrified the... Or would you uh, allow, would you allow yourself to be... I mean, one of the creepiest places I've been in is the Hellfire Club and Wicklow Jail. Would you spend a night alone in either of those places? No, probably Cause, cause not. Because if, if you believe it's all bullshit, you would. If you enjoyed this latest Opinions Matter podcast, please share it on your own social media. Please hit subscribe or uh, follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you're listening to this latest podcast. And um, as I said, if you uh, enable notifications, you'll uh, be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening to the Opinions Matter podcast. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.